What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy. David Steves. Yeah, the Super Bowl was great because I love the halftime show. I was super excited. I was just hoping that halftime would show would happen in like 1997. But better late than ever. And then a lot of a lot of ladies were getting online about Shakira and JLo and, and judge judging them. And I think you guys all forgot that last year Adam Levine was like topless the whole time, right? Yeah. He had California tattooed on his stomach. I was like, what a loser. I can fit all 50 states on my stomach. <laughs> In most of Canada. Yeah, I know, it's good. John Batch. Uh, it was actually kind of a, kind of a cute story that night we, we really fell in love. Uh, we'd gone out for drinks, right? We're having a good time. We had to go back to her place. We get back to her place, and she is puking everywhere. And I mean fucking everywhere. Of course, immediately, I'm a little upset, right? I'm going, Jesus Christ, you're almost 30 years old. You'd think at this point you'd be able to handle your little hip and This is Good versus Evil. Ladies and gentlemen and amazing listeners, thanks for joining us here on our very first episode of the podcast of Good and Evil. I am one of your co-hosts. I am the good, which is David Steves, and I'm joined by the evil. Uh, this is John Batch, and I, I got to say, David, uh, I'm glad you're the good in this situation. You are, and I, I mean this uh, sincerely, one of the nicest guys <laughs> in comedy right now. And, and I, let me clarify, because I know often when we say uh, someone is a, a nice person in comedy, what we really mean is they're not funny. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that could also apply. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't want your head to get too big, but uh, I do think you're a great person, so I'm glad to, be, uh, glad to be here with you today. Thank you so much. I'm so glad, I'm so glad we started doing this. So uh, John and I started comedy right around the same time. And so um, our just our, both of our styles are so contrasting and so different. And so whenever we do open mics, I love either going right before you or right after you because it just gives the audience such a change of pace. And I love watching the reaction of that happening. So I'm, I'm really glad we could do this. And I think the audience will either respond really well to your darker sense of humor or maybe just my lighthearted goofiness. Who knows? <laughs> well, we shall see. I, I do enjoy when you go up after me, uh, mainly because it, it gives – you a chance to clean up my mess and, and bring that. Uh, that's always helpful. Um, oh man, it's so, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so to, uh, to to start off today, um, one of the things that we're we are going to be doing as part of the the podcast is just highlighting uh, some local uh, establishments uh, and and really breweries because we are both uh, heavy drinkers, or at least I know I am. Uh, <laughs> You know I am. <laughs> uh, and again, not only because we are uh, in such uh, tight times and we want to uh, provide uh, some uh, some recommendations of local places that you can still support, uh, but even even if we weren't, again, we want to provide that those recommendations, some of the places that we tend to enjoy and, and favorite. Uh, so I'll start off today. I am drinking uh, from the Parent Brewing Company, uh, their 
a beer called Little a uh, Little Grizz. I can't even say it right. Little Grizz. It is uh, a bourbon uh, session ale. Uh, if I had to describe it, I would say that uh, it has a, a malt forward front, uh, a creamy chocolatey middle, and really finishes with uh, smooth high-end whiskey notes. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, I say that because that's what's printed on the label. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known you couldn't be that sophisticated. <laughs> I was like, man, that sounds really good. <laughs> the only thing I, I really know about this uh beer is that it is going to get me very drunk very quickly and uh it's going to be a good night for me so and you, and you uh, said it's a session uh it's a session ale yes wow i don't know what that means but it it sounds smart so i'm gonna i'm gonna use it excellent no i'm glad you brought that up and uh they're taking orders currently so you can order out from from that uh from parent from Perrin, yep, they are. I uh check their website for for exact times but i i want to say right now it is uh, from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, but it's uh, it's parentbrew.com, I believe, is the the website. You can check their their or their hours rather there. Uh, but they are currently taking orders uh, seven days a week. Excellent. And uh, one of the places that I like to highlight is actually right here in Cal- Kalamazoo. It's called One Well Brewing Company. Um, they have a great selection of amazing brews. I tend to favor the IPAs. So I'm drinking today their tall Whoppy IPA, and uh, One Well also has a great menu. Um, when we reopen establishments, uh, it's a great place to take your kids, have a kids' corner. They've got the old school off-road uh, video games and things like that. So it's just a really great place to go and hang out. They also have dart boards where you can throw darts, and uh, usually darts and drinking doesn't mix very well, but they seem to pull it off. So uh, zero OSHA recordable so far. Really proud of them for that. But yeah, uh, that's, that's fantastic. One well, <laughs> one well, and and um, they are you, you, again taking orders as well. You said, yes, they are. Um, uh, check them out on Facebook. Uh, check their website, obviously for the times. Um, th- this is so crazy, but I'm I'm really I, I took uh, I went to do takeout last night, and uh, one of my favorite Chinese places, uh, Hunan Garden. Shout out to Hunan. Um, and they actually, they, they were floored with so many orders. So I, it's nice to see everybody supporting local businesses, not just the chains, but the local businesses of, uh, businesses that give back to the community. So I'm really excited for that as well. That that's fantastic, man. Yeah. Again, it's all about giving back to the community where we can, uh, let's jump into it. Uh, so the, the format basically here is going to be, uh, we've, uh, excuse me, we've, uh, provided, uh, five questions to each other uh, to to ask and answer, uh, and uh, really just kind of get the conversation going. And, and what we will be doing as well is, is uh, for those of you listening uh, later on, um, we're going to give out uh, our email address, and you can also leave in the comments any questions that you would like us to answer on future episodes. So um, I, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and, and start. The first question David had for me is is name a new series that you found uh since being uh quarantined in the uh in the uh apocalypse the the coronavirus apocalypse that we're having right now um so i'll be be honest with you man i have not had a chance to watch a lot of new television movies anything of that nature at the moment what well i've been you know unlike some of us apparently uh i have been busy (laughs) Uh, writing and, and, and uh, trying to create new content and that sort of thing and really uh, keep my my comedy, uh, I wouldn't call it a career at this point, but my my comedy fix 
uh, going. And uh, so that, that's been a big focus for me. Uh, but I, I will say, what, uh, you know, one of the things to do is, is uh, my, look, I love my girlfriend very much. She's a wonderful person, uh, but she has no concept of uh, pop culture. So I've been trying to get her into a couple of new series. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've she's been- too good for pop culture, John. She's, Demi is too good for it. Right. She's, <laughs> she's too good for me. Let's, let's be real. Uh, but uh, so I've been trying to get her into uh, Always Sunny. We've been watching a few uh, seasons of, of that. Uh, so we're definitely uh, enjoying that uh, as well. Um, uh, what about what about you, David? Have you uh, any, any new series, anything uh, that you've been getting into? No, um, I'm, I'm, I just want to comment on your writing piece, though. You're such a disciplined writer. And it's so especially for me in comedy, it's so hard not to, like it's hard for me to get into writing knowing we don't have any shows coming up like um you know are you perform about what 20 to 24 times a month uh on average yeah yeah and so i average only about eight or nine um because of the kiddo schedule but and, and that's actually probably pretty plenty for me um but i noticed that when shows start to come up or if they're up on the horizon all of a sudden ideas will just start flooding into my head and that's when i start writing with this whole coronavirus and quarantine thing i've noticed holy crap like we don't have anything really on scale or up to date. So I'm glad we're doing this podcast has gotten the creative juices flowing. So I'm super excited for that. And as far as uh, shows, man, I I'm actually going back and rewatching old shows. Um, so I'm almost done with the entourage, okay. which is great. I love the entourage. Um, I don't know if you ever got into it. It is streaming on prime right now. If you have prime, if you're one of the one percenters who are lucky enough to have that, um, but no, I love it because uh, it's it's slightly based on Mark Wahlberg's like life and and uh, his his ride to stardom. So I thought it was pretty cool. They took some liberties with it, and uh, but it's very funny, very entertaining, and uh, it's got some serious plot twists to it. So fantastic. Well, I'll definitely again that that is one series I have not had a chance to to look at yet, but I will definitely uh, look into it uh, when I do find some free time at some point. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, I, I know I had a, <clears throat> excuse me. I had a, a few questions for you as well, David. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, start off if you would with uh, whatever question is uh, uh, most on your mind. Yeah. So I think the fir- the first question that you had for me is, how are you working from home, and what are some of the challenges that we're facing? Because I know you and I are both. Uh, I think you work from home full time, right? Uh, I do. Yes. Uh, even so, that's yeah. going to benefit through through this. Although I, I got to be honest, you know. Look, not that I, I wish unemployment on, on anyone, uh, but uh, having worked from home already before all of this started, uh, I am a little bit jealous of some of my, my friends who I see are, are having a chance to, uh, not the unemployment, but the, those who are taking a little time off work, uh, some who are getting paid for it. And I'm going, Jesus Christ, I would love that right now. But um, <laughs> uh, you, you realize they're unemployed, right? <laughs> that, that's not that. Look, again, I, not that I wish that on anyone. <laughs> Oh, this, you know what? This may get me. This is why he's the evil part, guys. This is why he's the evil part. <laughs> I may get canceled from comedy yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just offended like seventy percent of comedians out there. God, what a what a dick you say you can be sometimes, John. No, again, let me let me let me rephrase that. I, I don't wish unemployment <laughs> on anyone, but I but I wouldn't mind a vacation if I could take the time off and still get paid for it. I would be okay with it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. 
Yeah. So I think one thing that's really changed for me is the dynamic of I, I've never really worked from home. Um, and now my co- the company that I work for has mandated us work from home. And um, I just hope my mute button works on my phone because <laughs> we're on these calls like my daughter would yell from the bathroom. and She's like, Daddy, I need your help. I pooped and it's a messy one. I'm like, oh, gosh, I really hope that didn't come through on my conference call. That's great. Um, and then the other day we were doing conference call uh, interviews through WebEx. And so we have our we have our um, cameras on. And my one daughter came in and I love my kids. My kids are my world. Um, you'll find that out in the course of this podcast. Um, John already knows that, but you listeners probably already know it too, because we're probably friends, um, but they are my world. And so my, my oldest daughter came downstairs and we we're doing like, it was, I wasn't talking. So she thought it'd be okay. And then she came over and just gave me a kiss, but everybody <laughs> that had the video on could see it. So I was like, ah, you know what? Uh, I've been, I'll, I'll take it. I, if I get fired for that, then so be it, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are some of the some of the different challenges. And then I, I did turn a spare bedroom downstairs into an office. I did that last night just to because it's hard to tell the kids not to get excited or not to watch TV. You know, right. daddy's got to work still. So I, I made a secluded part of the area, moved a desk in there. So I started created a home office. So that kind of spurred, you know, because we don't know how long this is going to be going on. We have no idea uh, when we'll be allowed to go back to work. Oh, so. Absolutely. And, and no, I, I completely understand that. Like, I, again, I, I work from home as well. Um, we don't do, we do audio conferencing, so I, I don't have as many issues with that. I, I, you know, I'm not wearing pants. I'm naked right now. I, I, <laughs> I truly don't care, but. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're the kind of guy who would wait, like, if you have an 8.15 call, you'll wake up at like 8.05 roll right into the call. I'm already up at 6 a.m., showered, changed, took the dog for a walk, hanging, you know, <laughs> getting ready for work to start because you're supposed to have a routine, man. <laughs> well, 805 is being generous. I, I might I might just roll over around 8, 11, 8, 12, but that's... <laughs> of course. Oh, man. Hey, but you get away with it, man. You're good at what you do. I love that. Well, they, they don't know that yet uh, until they listen to this podcast, So, but that's a different story. Um, we're not, we're not naming names. We're not naming names, right? right? Exactly. Of course not. Um, so we'll, we'll go into a, <laughs> hold on. So I have a question yeah, for you, right? You, you do. Oh, here we go. So you've already talked about the new series. So the next one, what sport would you invent to get through this drought? Cause sports are canceled, man. Sports are, are canceled. And, and, uh, you know, to be honest, I don't know that I would even need to invent a sport because I am pretty sure we're going to be Mad Maxing it here pretty quick anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so you know, Ultimate Gladiator, anything of that nature, uh, is, is basically going to be a real life here pretty quick. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I'm really not even worried about inventing sports as, as much as I am uh, learning how to Learning how to fight, so I'm, I'm watching a lot of YouTube uh, UFC fights and things of that nature to uh, pick up techniques. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the gyms are closed, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so if if it does get to that point, uh, I got to be honest, I'm I'm fucked. Uh, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I remember when I first started wrestling in middle school, and my sister was right around the same weight that I was. I'm not sure she's going to appreciate me saying that, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I was like, let me practice these wrestling moves on you. And I could just see you trying to do that with Demi. Like, get over here. Let me try this half Nelson. You know? <laughs> I mean, 
that's a that's a good idea. I'm I'm surprised it took you to give me that recommendation. Um, you know, uh, I'm just trying to help out the sex. I, life, I appreciate it, and and uh, you know that that leads into another one of your questions, which we'll get to in in a minute. Uh, which is wow. uh, is uh, the the sex life is has not been uh, what I would like it to be. Uh, even oh yeah, even being in the uh, in close quarters together, uh, strapped down for a week, but we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a minute. Um, <laughs> David, what are you doing to prepare for when things go back to normal? Oh, that, that's a great question. So just trying to keep everything is, you know, trying to stay in a routine, um, trying to, I, 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 who knows when things are going to go back to normal. That that's the hardest thing to really uh, wrap our heads around and comprehend. Like how long is this going to be? Like, we're already thinking about canceling spring break. We don't know how long the kids are going to be out of school. Like, I got to work, and now I got also got to teach my kids from school. Like, there's a reason to go to public school. I can't teach. I can't – like, no. I, I That's why I pay taxes. Right. Like, yeah, like, I, I appreciate the teachers. Like, and I will say that I think more parents are finally starting to figure out how valuable teachers are. And we need to start paying them accordingly because they put up with some crap. Um, but yeah and and i I mean i don't know how long it's going to be until we get back to normal that that's the hard thing i i I completely agree and understand it and i've said this to you before as well david but but if you are ever in need i'm more than happy to to teach your children anything they need to know about life you can uh you know bring them to a comedy show once we get going again or send some of my clips uh you know and i'm sure they will uh, a lot I'm John, I, I'm not sure I want my kids to listen to your comedy when they're 21, <laughs> let alone 10 and 7, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, but that's – that's. It's, oh, man. Yeah, they would grow up fast. You know, no, David, I, 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 I love you, and, and you know I love your children as well. But if they are listening to my comedy at, at any point, especially into adulthood, uh, things have gone drastically, drastically wrong. So uh, <laughs> just be on the lookout. Like I, I think – I think I'm a decent dad, but I'm pretty sure if I gave them the John Bell, John Batch LP CD, whatever, uh, CPS will be called immediately. <laughs> um, and so, for any of you who haven't listened to John's stuff, you're starting to put some of that stuff online now on Facebook. And I, I listened to one of my favorite jokes I heard the other day, and I think it was from uh, Laugh Fest Sunday Night Funnies because I, I think I can hear my my distinct <laughs> laugh there. Um, hey, at least I'm laughing, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great, man. The whole crowd loved you. It was wonderful. Well, yeah, you know, I, I definitely have an audience. It's a small audience, but it's it's building. And uh, you know, once that once that audience gets out of prison, I'm sure they'll come to a show. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. uh, as, lo- as long as this show is not near an elementary school, no, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> it works. <laughs> so. Oh, man. The next, the next question you had for me, uh, David, was uh, explain how Trump will justify the five K bonus to everyone when debating Bernie. Uh, so, and I guess it's changed to like one, like two installments of one thousand dollars, like the sti- the stimulus package, the Corona stimulus. Okay, package. and that's that's what you were referring to. And I was going to ask you to, uh, if you could explain that really to our, our listeners, and by listeners I mean me, because I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. So in this. In this time of hardship, and I know we're going to get some backlash on this. I didn't think we'd get political in our very first one, but politics is funny. And, you know, it's current topics and current events. So the government, and actually it's a bipartisan bill that's just passed. Um, 
giving out a stimulus package for those who need it um, and they can sign up for it. And uh, there's supposed to be, I think, two installments. It's a thousand dollars per head of household. And then $1,000 if there's another adult in your household, and then $500 for each kid. Um, So a household of four, right, if you're still married, not divorced like me, a household of four, you could get, you know, potentially uh, $2,000 in two different installments. So it'd be a grand total of $4,000. And uh, I just, I love all the back and forth on Facebook about it, because people on the right are just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. And the people on the left are like, you idiots, that's kind of like socialism. And then the people on the right are like, screw you, it comes out of our taxes. At least it's not going to welfare people. I'm like, you are the welfare people. I was like, who do you We're think all works? welfare people right. at this point. Right, we all benefit from, oh my gosh. So it's just a great back and forth that I just love watching and that guy sweating meme and the butt pushing thing has made it. It's, it's great. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think Ultimately, it's it's a good idea, and, and again, not to get too political because I, you know, I don't want to alienate whatever audience we may have. You know, all five people that are are listening. <laughs> My mom's probably going to be okay. the same <laughs> uh, But no, I I do think it's a, a good idea, and in fact, you know, before things really kind of turned around, and and he kind of didn't do so well. I, I was a early supporter of of Andrew Yang. And, and give him a little bit of money because I, I do think the whole idea of a, a UBI is uh, is a, a good idea. Again, perhaps to be fair, one I don't know. I don't. Uh, again, I'm not a very smart man. We know that already. Um, but I, but I, you know, the idea of giving a thousand dollars a month or, or fifteen hundred dollars a month, whatever the case may be, to um, the majority of Americans to say. Hey, even if this is you know just extra money for you, this allows you to to dig yourself out of a hole. Allows you to buy groceries a month, or it allows you to you know even put away a little bit of extra money to go on vacation. And and God knows that that uh, you know America of all places where we have the least amount of vacation hours used in the world, uh, more of us need that as well. So I, overall, it's mm-hmm. it's a great idea. Again, the, the whole implementation and, and all the, the unintended consequences, things of that nature that could come about, I have no idea. Uh, I am, uh, to repeat myself, not a very smart person. So, um, but that's that's okay, you know. And, and um, I, you know, again, overall, I think it's a, it's a great idea. I would be interested to watch it play out. So that's where I get a little hung up. Like, I love the details, right? So I, that's why I get a little hung up about this. Like, my job's not being affected. Like, I love that we're doing this bailout thing because we bailed out right. corporations. We bailed out banks. We bailed out, you know, and we're finally giving something back to the people, right? So I, I, I agree with that. But there's got to be some checks and balances, right? Like, I'm not losing any income over this. I, I am not going to apply for this. But there's going to be some people who are well off, and they're going to apply for it because it's an extra – how, how it, it's an extra night at the casino when they open up and, and that's where you know it gets into semantics and like you know the ubi like i think that would work for folks that are under a certain threshold but then you've got different costs of living right in each of the different states and that's where and that's where it gets messy right because i mean if you make fifty thousand dollars here in kalamazoo or, or southwest michigan you're, you're doing uh, and despite circumstances right you're, you're doing okay there, there's stuff you can afford 
But $50,000 in New York City or $50,000 in San Francisco or Seattle or Austin, Texas, I mean, it's nothing. I mean, you're you're living at poverty level, but I don't know. I don't know the answers. That's why we're comics. That's why (laughs) my my job is (laughs) right. We just sit there and poke right. fun at this shit. My, my job, because... our job is, is not to, to write policy, thank God, uh, but to, to really, uh, know, right? you know, help others uh, make, you know, maybe feel better about their own lives by knowing the, the intricate details of our own. <laughs> Damn, you know, well said. Uh, that's, that's, about, <laughs> that's about all I can offer at this point, so. Uh, and actually, that's a, that's a good segue in, into uh, the third question I have for you, which is, uh, what do you think are some of the, the misconceptions about comedy, David? Uh, you know, and, and uh, people maybe who, who have not done it uh, or who just, you know, they maybe watch a, a Netflix special here and there um, and, and would be interested in, in learning more about that. What, what do you think are some of the biggest uh, misconceptions? Yeah, I think the biggest misconception is that everybody has a Netflix <laughs> special, right? right. Um, I, I, and, and don't get me wrong, the people on Netflix are fantastic, um, but I just I I can't sit there for a whole hour in my living room and watch them. I have to watch them in bits and pieces. But at an open mic, where you're seeing five minutes at a time, seven minutes at a time, I think that that to me is a little bit more engaging. Um, but I, I think the other misconception that comes with comedy is that we're funny all the time or, hey, funny man, give me a joke when you're at right, work right. or people coming up to you and be like, oh, this funny thing happened. You can use that if you want. Well, I'm not going to fucking use it. <laughs> like, I may be the, the good on this side, right? I may be the angel in this one, but holy crap, like, save some of that stuff for you. Like, we, we're not out there trying to get more material. We're just trying to work things out, you know? So. No. I don't know, man. That that's a big misconception in comedy that we all want your funny stories. We don't. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree more. And then to to your other point as well about uh, people thinking you're you're funny all the time. I mean, um, they, I mean anybody who's been to an open mic uh, knows that's that's not the case. <laughs> you know, you go to right. a go to a pro show or or you know you get to the point that I you know I've done a few shows now where. Um, you, you know, the, you're you're doing a, a feature spot or something like that, um, and and you have a better chance of being funny. Uh, although, depending on on the audience that particular night, it may not go your way. Uh, especially especially at, at uh, open mic level, it, it doesn't always work. And one of my, I don't want to say favorite things, but one of the most interesting things for me about, uh, especially doing open mic comedy, is when I'm working out new material, uh, especially because of the the kind of style that I do. Uh, you know, most people, if they if they go out and they're trying to work out new material and it, it bombs and it doesn't do well, uh, the audience is going to come away with, well, maybe they had, uh, maybe they're not funny or maybe they just had a, a bad night. Uh, but if I go out and and do jokes and those jokes don't do well, I just come across like an asshole, which <laughs> which I am, but <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but it's not intentional. <laughs> I remember somebody coming up to me after a show and was like, are you guys really friends? I'm like, yeah, why? And they're like, he's very risky. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like you, should see, you should see before we have sex. That's crazy. And then they're like, what? I was like, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, you are. And, and, and so, uh, like I said earlier, our two styles are very contrasting, but that's that's part of the – part of the love I have for, for the comedy scene. There's a little bit, you know, for every Kevin James, there's an Anthony Jesselneck, you know, for every, 
for every, uh, you know, but, you know, there's all, all different types of styles. And I, I love watching all the styles. Um, but you can definitely tell when a crowd is into one style in particular or another, because there's been a lot of young crowds um, that I just, I get in front of and, you know, I'm doing like throwback Saved by the Bell references. They got, they got crickets. All over that. But you, you say that in the 40 something year old crowd. Oh, man. No, ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> and, and and I, I don't I don't want to get into that that whole debate about uh, are people too sensitive now and all that shit because I, I don't think that's the case you know I, I definitely don't do well with younger crowds college age crowds and and I'm I'm just not their style and that's fucking fine that's fine and and you know when when you get to the point where you've had uh, a, a rougher time in life or you've you've um, had some struggles had some trouble in life and you need to laugh because life just fucking sucks right now yeah That's my audience you know oh absolutely absolutely I, I love a lot of your jokes like I I mean it kind of goes to that dark part of my brain that I won't I allow <laughs> myself to go to um, <laughs> but then I'm just like God I'm so glad he said it like I'm, I needed that outlet I'm glad you provided that outlet that's that's part that's some of my uh, more fun times <laughs> well thank you David and honestly <laughs> If you enjoy uh, what I do say, you would be horrified at what I what I think and, and don't even think about. It. That's, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, and, 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 and you know, not to not to jerk you <laughs> off or anything, but I, you know, to to you as well, I, I really enjoy. It is definitely a different style from what I do. Uh, but but listening to to some of the stories about your life and, and some of the you know. Um, wh- whether you're talking about, um, you know, your relationships or your kids or, 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 you know, your different observational things, it's, it's a different perspective that I, I really enjoy because it's, it's not one that, uh, I have, or I'm going to get any, any time soon. You know, I'm, I'm, I am in a relationship, but we're not looking to have kids anytime soon. Uh, hopefully she's okay with me saying that, uh, if not too late, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the podcast. It's on the podcast. It's on the podcast. It's no, bitch. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry Demi. So let's talk, let, yes, let, let's get back great, into your sex life. A great segue again. Um, you know, you would think that being uh, quarantined together to a certain extent over over a week, uh, that that the, the sex life would just be crazy. We're banging it out every day. Um, unfortunately, and, uh, before I get into this, I need to let everyone listening know that she knows I was going to talk about this. She's okay with me talking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. I love it. <laughs> but, um, a, a few days before the, uh, the quarantine here in Michigan started, uh, she, uh, we decided that we were going to, uh, she wanted to get off the, the no baby pill. Uh, she wanted to get off that. And so we were going to go get an IUD inserted. Uh, what we, her, obviously, I was not getting one. But uh, <laughs> uh, if they made oh, one absolutely. for a dude, well, you would I'll, get I'll, it for sure. Fair. I know yeah, that. I've lost count of how many things I've shoved up, shoved up my ass over the years. So it's not, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but un- unfortunately, the the doctor and I, 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 I want to be careful not to not to malign the doctor in any way. But um, they they didn't do. Uh, a great job. Uh, they they inserted the IUD incorrectly uh, and just you know, mm. unfortunately got the whole thing stuck up in there and, and into the it stuck essentially into the, the uterine wall. Um, so so oh, uh, again, just to be clear, she is fine now. It's been removed, uh, but obviously because of that, uh, she is very uh, has been and is very sore. 
so that is no sex for me. Uh, <laughs> and again, oh, let, me, let me be perfectly clear. Of, of course, I want to be a good partner and, and do whatever I can to take care of her. I have been giving her uh, massages. Uh, because I'm a good partner, but but I but at the same time she is still <laughs> so cramped that trying to give her a massage is kind of like squeezing a, a ketchup bottle. It's not. Oh, okay, uh-huh. maybe that was too far. Oh I don't gosh. know. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, she is. Wow. Uh, and again, she she knows I was going to talk about this. I feel like I that disclaimer out there because again, we're still stuck with each other each other for the next couple of of weeks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, I could see you in a couple of weeks being like, come on, Demi, can we do it? It's not like my penis is going to freak your uterus, right? <laughs> it's not gonna she go already knows far. it's not going to get that far anyway, so it's okay. Uh, I I have been trying to use it <laughs> as an excuse to uh, to try anal. Uh, let's still not. <laughs> still, still a no-go for her for some still, reason. Still I don't no know go, why, huh? but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but I am uh, you know again she is she is fine she is healing up and, and I'm I'm hoping to get laid here pretty soon. Uh, in the meantime, I have been uh, obviously uh, doing whatever I have to do to take care of myself. Uh, a lot of a lot of cam girls. Uh, shout out to Angel Fire Seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and for some of the listeners who don't know what an IUD is, I picture it as like a goalie being inserted, right? But this goalie got its skate caught in the net. Oh god, that's that, would that be an accurate description? That of what is happened a to completely the accurate description. And uh, you you nailed it. Yes, uh, nailed better it. than the doctor, uh, frankly. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all those years of med school. Look how dumb he looks. <laughs> what an idiot hey and now we are running up we're buttoning up against our 30 minute time so one of the big things john and i wanted to do is because podcasts have been getting out of control lately like hour-long podcast two-hour-long podcast so we wanted to keep these podcasts to 30 minutes but i'm gonna put john on the spot here because i think it'd be kind of cool if you and i ended with like a new joke every oh shit okay go yes awesome okay so here is my new joke So the other day I was driving my kids back to their mom's house, you know, with this whole quarantine and the coronavirus thing going on, I drive them right past the playground and my kids looked at me and they said, daddy, that's so unfair that you drive by the playground. We can look at all this stuff, but we can't touch it. I'm like, well, now you know how daddy feels. (laughs) I love it. I don't go to strip clubs, by the way, but I just, I had, I was like, I was thinking of that. I was like, oh, sh-. I was driving back. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they did say that in the car. I didn't say the other part, but like, I yeah. think it's not like, I'm going to work that. That is, I stuff. like that. And, and you're supposed to be the angel <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Totally screwed up our marketing bit in the first episode. Way to go, dude. Well, I, I, all right, well, I got All right, John, let's hear and yours. Then, I do think people are are getting a little bit uh, crazy with uh, not necessarily the preparedness, but uh, people are 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 freaking out a little bit too much. Uh, like I've got a buddy who is uh, right now at this moment in the in his bunker. He has a bunker that he's in, and he's there with his girlfriend. Uh, but they're like they're just this side of crazy when it comes to being a prepper, right? Like they're like this shit is 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 heroin for them, right? They're they're there. There's oh, give me some coronavirus, you know. <laughs> it's it's rough. <laughs> Um, so they're doing that and, uh, they've actually invited, uh, 
my girlfriend and I to join the bunker uh, in the bunker with them, uh, which is fine. But I got to be honest, I, I didn't think that uh, I would ever have to enter the world as an excuse for a couple swap. Uh, also, uh, my girlfriend did not know that I was going to be saying that part. So maybe uh, don't tell her about that. Hopefully she's not listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like first episode babe was all about your uterine wall us having couple yeah. sex it was great <laughs> and that's all that matters <laughs> absolutely well hey thanks for tuning in hey it's what it's all about but we'd like to appreciate anybody that's tuned in uh, we had a blast doing this I had a lot of fun we've got a ton more material to get through for you guys so uh, catch us on the next one I'm the good side of things. I'm David Steves. One last thing before we go. I, again, just David to, to reiterate. Uh, if you have any questions that you would like to ask us, have us answer on the podcast, uh, either leave it in the comments or uh, we do have an email set up that you can send those to. It is uh, goodevilpodcast.com. I'm sorry, goodevilpodcast at gmail.com. I had a little too much to drink. Uh, but <laughs> goodevilpodcast at gmail.com uh, <laughs> and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, David, as always, it has been a pleasure talking with you, my friend. Hey, always great hanging out with you. Hopefully we can get some virtual writing sessions done because you are my go-to partner when it comes to writing. So uh, let's not let the coronavirus keep us away. Uh, well, from I mean, other, we're supposed to keep six feet away anyway, but uh, no, no, I'm not letting the, the coronavirus uh, keep me from, from anything. So... <laughs> Clearly, at this point. So, um, <laughs> awesome. all right, David, enjoy the rest of your day, sir. Thank you, Brad. You too. There, there, now. That wasn't so bad, was it?